Hey, welcome to Long Live Junto Podcast. Um, we're here with Goichi, Nightmare Fuel, Coach, and Freelance Beef. Uh, this is our first podcast, and we are uh, hoping that it's going to be a good one. Um, on the podcast today, we're going to be going over, really, it's about 15 minutes spending how our week was. You know, individually, um, what we get out of that is just going over um, how each one of us feels and, and, and what the week was to us. Uh, we'll be going over what we're getting out of this podcast. You know, what what is, you know, Long Live Junto mean to, to the individual? Um, we'll sh- be sharing as we go. Uh, another origin story is really where does Junto come from? Why why are we called that? And, you know, we e- each part of our segment in every podcast is we'll go over a question from the, the founder of the Junto Club, Benjamin Franklin. So we always want to pay homage to Benjamin Franklin and, and really the idea behind Junto um, and what it means to us. And then we always have a we always have a couple segments. Um, the the one that we're the two that we'll have today are what if and underrated stuff. Um, Goichi and Nightmare Fuel will be introducing those, and we'll we'll jump in and, and share uh, some good laughs as we're doing it. Thanks. I've known each other for a good long time, and and uh, we're coming together. Um, we all kind of have the same goals in life, um, you know, just overall being a, be better people, and um, and we all really relate to each other, especially in a world right now where it feels kind of dark. Um, really, our our message and our goal is just bring a lot of positivity and, and personal growth, and kind of talk about all those things. Um, you know, these Friday chats are really everybody kind of coming together and and doing you know, it, it's us coming together and talking about our weeks and, and, you know, bringing some segments that make it fun and, and also memorable, but also gives people this feeling of like, hey, you're with some good friends for the week, you know, and uh, we hope that, you know, for our followers that, you know, when you guys are watching that you feel like you're part of this group, like, we want you guys to feel like, you know, you're part of Junto. Um, and we hope that what Junto means to you means to what it means to us. And that's about personal growth. And, and just overall being uh, better people. Um, I'm gonna go uh, by Beef. Um, Freelance Beef is the is my uh, Twitch name, but uh, Beef is what the group's gonna be calling me. Um, one of the things that we always gonna start with with every every uh, Friday night segment is really going over how our week was. Um, you know, we we forget to talk about our weeks a lot of the times and and what that means to us. Sometimes we just we let the weeks go by and let you know it's just it's just man, mundane or it doesn't mean anything to to us or sometimes it was hellish and you don't reflect on it and like you know how how can you make your life better or how can you look at the the blessings in your life and and that's really what what the, these moments are with are about is uh, each one of us will kind of go over that that piece of the segment 
talk about that that time period and what it means to us. Um, and the beauty is the show, you know, is transparency, vulnerability. All of us will show parts of ourselves that, you know, to each other. And, and hopefully that, you know, you think about your life at home and, and how you can do that with your loved ones and, and people that really matter to you or, or just yourself if you have to look in the mirror and, and just accept certain things. Um, I'm going to be handing off soon, but one of the things on top of us talking about our weeks is is really like I had talked about what Junto meant to me is what Junto is going to mean um, to our teammates here. And uh, and it, the cool thing about Long Live Junto is it's going to have a different meaning for everybody. And uh, just to just the name itself um, can be can be just a, a mindset of being a better person and um, whether it's to people in your life or just to yourself. And uh, and um, but it's it's a subjective meaning and uh, each teach their own. So um, I'm going to be handing off to uh, to a good teammate, one of my good friends, um, uh, Goichi. 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 I gotta learn how to say my friend's name, <laughs> yeah. my friend's gamer tag name. But uh, I'm gonna hand it off to Goichi to, to kind of kick let's, us uh, off. Let's let's hold the mic. Let's hold the mic. Yeah. Just make sure that we can hear everything. All right. Hi everyone. This is uh, Goichi. Uh, some of you may know me from playing CS:GO back in the day, Rust Legacy, um, and a couple other uh, FPS games. But um, I just want to give myself an introduction to the stream and say hello and welcome everyone to our Twitch channel. Um, we're just kicking this off and just trying new things and testing things out. But uh, really what uh, Long Live Junto means to me is uh, it's, it's kind of like a safe space where we can kind of we can be ourselves. And um, instead of just keeping it confined within our circle of having, you know, really deep conversations, um, we want to expand that out to the world and kind of see what everyone else's perspective is. You know, especially during the pandemic, everyone's at home and, and kind of stuck within their own com confines and thoughts. And, uh, you know, we just want to bring positivity and it's helping us in our own personal lives as well. I mean, this week, uh, you know, for the past couple of weeks, work has been a bit stressful and um, and it's just it's it's kind of just going through the motions at this point. And I wanted to do something where I'm more passionate about um, and, and, you know, I have the opportunity to do a side gig with, with my buddies and, and grow it into something organic and hopefully success. Um, and, and that's really the goal here is to just be, you know, feed good vibes, um, you know, just reach out to the people and, and have great conversations amongst my buddies and, um, and just grow the channel. And we're, we're going to be doing different types of streams. There's no rhyme or reason to, to really anything. It's just to kind of just be open and vulnerable like like my buddy beef was saying so um what i'll do now is i'll pass it on to one of my other buddies uh we like to call him coach coach yeah coach <laughs> let's go Good. i still can't i still can't get over calling you beef by the way it just <laughs> sounds great name, yeah let's <laughs> Yeah, your wife she must be proud of that. <laughs> Keep her out of it. But uh, no, uh, I'm gonna go by coach. Uh, that's pretty fitting me since I am a coach. Uh, but uh, for me, uh, I'll start off by saying like what Junto means for me or what it is for me. Uh, kind of like the main thing is that I I have an avenue to hang out with my friends now that I'm not living in the same city or the same county as you guys. Uh, so I do live uh, far away now. I moved away uh, to the Midwest where uh, the weather's not the same. So uh, Junto for me is an, uh, the ability to still hang out with you guys and share our ideas, share our stories, share 
uh, all of our interests, because I know we all have like, we all come from different backgrounds in terms of things that we're interested in, or we got into things at different area or different times. Uh, you know, like we all have some, some, we all have similar interests, but I think there's definitely things where one of us got into it first and we all kind of thought about it or we wanted to get into it. And then we've all kind of brought each other along in like certain different aspects, whether it's hiking, whether it's, uh, like the world of like going shooting at the range and trying to be like marksman or, uh, just trying to like do different things like tech wise, gaming wise, you know, uh, I love to play video games, but I'm not as good as, uh, uh, Goichi or nightmare here, uh, in terms of streaming my stuff. But, um, you know, this is an avenue for us to get together and actually talk and have some intellectual stuff where like once a week we have time as friends where we get together, even though I'm not always going to be physically present, I'll still be able to get on there video wise, uh, and hang out with you guys. Uh, but for me, uh, my week's been good. It's been spring break for me. So, uh, being back here in California has been great and, uh, enjoying some good weather i guess it's been snowing and hailing in some or not snowing raining <laughs> and uh hailing uh in some parts but uh it's uh the weather got nice back home right as i left and then it was nice coming here but it's it's nice to be like close to the beach it's nice to be close to you guys and be close to family and see friends and stuff that i haven't seen for about two months now uh which is definitely a change of pace from how i grew up with being with family almost every day seeing you guys almost whenever I want to, uh, regardless of our schedules, you know, one of the three of us would be hanging out with somebody at some point. And so like that schedule has been changed because of my pursuit of my career. Uh, so it's kind of nice, but yeah, the week's been good. It's, it sucks that it's coming to an end and it sucks that I'll be flying home, uh, tomorrow. It seems like because of Denver getting shellacked by some snow, but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good week to see you guys and I'm, I'm sad to see it end, but Summer's around the corner, and hopefully I'll be back for that, and uh, I'll be able to enjoy some time with you guys after that. So, but uh, I think that the fourth fourth member of our team here is going to be Nightmare, and he's going to tell you guys about his week right now. Let's go. Oh, hello, hello. Uh, I go by Nightmare, Nightmare Fuel on Twitch. Um, these are some of my best buddies. Like I, uh, I've known Beef here the longest. Uh, We've 42 years, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, it's don't we look great? Yeah, we look great, don't we? Uh, yeah, my my week's been good. It's been a, a new, a new, different kind of stress getting getting content out and editing and communicating with the guys about what they want in their or what they what their vision is for <clears throat> what what they want this to be. And, um, I really want this to be us. It, it just like a really chill session of just chatting and catching up and and growing up being adults and having careers and and moving out of state for coach here. We don't get to hang out as much. Like people lose touch, and we don't want that to happen. So I think that that's what Junto is to me. It's it's keeping in touch and it's make it's touching base. It's making sure everyone's doing good and being healthy and especially in these times where people aren't hanging out and aren't communicating and and just holding stuff in and being being resentful and we want to promote uh, communication and and not not being resentful and being open. Uh, so that's what that's what Junto is to me. I'm gonna pass it back to you, Beef. Uh, Let's, let's move let's let's keep it let's get this going 
Let's, what do we got? I'll touch. Uh, do I? Yeah. Wait, what do you want? You want to hold it? Yeah. I want to hold the. Yeah. Hold. Want to hold the. Hold I want to hold it. It's the grail. So the the last thing I'll say is um, just because I you know for my week um, we as we talked about personal growth that's something about Junto that we want to share and uh, vulnerability like I had said earlier um, you know I'm personally going I'm, I've been going to therapy um, mental health in our era in our generation seems like it's more discussed. Um, but you know, one of the things that when it comes to like work and, and doing things in life, like it, it kind of comes natural to me to, to just kind of jump at things, uh, to go at it. I kind of see it for what it is. And I work hard. I understand it. I learn it. I move on when it comes to the mental, mental things like, um, you know, being vulnerable, being, allowing myself, not like my anxiety to take control of my, of me, um, men, mental, the mental side of it, it's not as easy. It's, it's a lot more work. Uh, never came natural to me and uh, it's been you know like when I'm in therapy it's really doing that you know I it's learning to do things for myself uh, more than I'm just doing it for others uh, including including my loved ones I think when I'd gone to therapy in the past I my, my goal was to be a better person of my loved ones but um, you know just loving myself is, is such a heart and I think we all struggle with that um, and and that's what I'm going through right now so th- this week it you know, the last like couple couple weeks have been really hard because I'm really mindfully going at it all the time, uh, journaling on you know on my iPhone, um, talking about positivity, taking five seconds at certain points to when I want to be upset or, or let the anxiety kick in. Um, I I try to just relax and let it go. It's not easy for me. I'm not a very relaxed person. Uh, you guys will get a feel from that. I'm very intense, and uh, being relaxed will never come easy to me by nature, but. But it's. I think I need to find that relaxation. So, um, for me, I look at like the last couple of weeks has been really good where I'm working on that. But uh, you know, work wise, it's kind of felt, kind of felt so so. Um, uh, it's it's very different because you know uh, we're Cali based, so it's very our, our lives are very like restricted in a way. Um, uh, we're we're in our homes a lot. Um, I, I've been working from my home for more than a year now, which is crazy to me. Um, so it, it really deprived me of a lot of things that I took for granted being in an office. And, and, uh, I, and so I, I feel those effects and uh, I do, I do miss them dearly, but, um, I do get to spend a lot more time with loved ones because of that. Um, there's a lot more pros and, and I, that's, that's what therapy's helping me, helping me see those blessings, uh, rather than the, the negativity. You so. started working from home before, when did you start working from home? It was it was March of last year, right? It was like it was March. yeah, it was March. St. Patrick's Day was the day that like restaurants got closed down and takeout only. Yeah, so that's that. There. Yeah, so it's like St. Patty's is it? I guess yeah. yeah. I think ours was March twenty fifth. Yeah, like, oh, that's gonna be our one year to two weeks to slow the spread. It just yeah. it's crazy how fast the year went by. Yeah. To me, like I don't know about you guys, like I I was quarantined for fourteen days before. All oh this yeah, came out yeah, too. that's right. So. Damn. Tell us about yeah. what happened there. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay, so. Before before like COVID was really uh, known across the world and and people were talking to regularly on the news, um, I had I had a business trip up in San Jose, and we had no idea what was going on uh, regarding COVID or you know people being affected by it. So um, after the convention, we came. I flew back from San Jose down to Southern California, and we received an email notice that uh, that San Jose airport was. Um, being quarantined and they uh, stressed to us that we should be quarantined for 14 days because three of the TSA members tested positive for COVID. And to me at that time, I had no idea what that even was. Um, and so my, 
you know, I had to make my company aware of it. And uh, from there, I was quarantined for 14 days to see if I had any side effects uh, from COVID-19. And luckily, um, myself and my, my other colleagues who traveled with me, uh, none of us were affected. But it's it's it was real when we found out um, there were people that were affected that went to the convention. And um, some people ended up actually not even surviving um, COVID and uh, they ended up passing away. And that's when uh, it really became real for us. And we're like, wow, this is this is something that's probably going to affect the, the country. If, and, and we had no idea the, the, the effect it would have on the world. So, um, yeah, I've been quarantined for quite a while and just working from home and, and trying to make the best of it. I, I've shifted from even um, working at a desk in, in a confined room with no windows, no light coming through, uh, to, to sometimes working in a dining room table, having the windows open, sunlight coming in, taking breaks, walking my dog, um, and just trying to celebrate the small wins and just, um, you know, and just, and try and be grateful. Every day I wake up, I, I try and be grateful for just waking up and breathing and having my arms, legs, hands, everything working, you know, so celebrating the small wins really helps me, uh, focus on the positive rather than dwell on the negative. So that's pretty much it. Let's, let's go with that. Let's go to something that you've, you've been grateful for. Okay. What's oh, yeah. uh, just something you, you've been grateful for for this past year, even though we've been locked down? Like, what's something that you've been grateful for? So I'd say definitely being able to still have a job and have have like-minded friends that will still be in communication and not you know shrivel up with fear that i feel like that's something that is mm. i'm really grateful for you guys uh, i'm gonna pass it over to coach see, yeah. see what you got um i would say i'd say i have like i like two things i think that's hard to really choose one because of my experience during this is that uh I had like my own health scare that wasn't COVID related at the beginning of every, like as soon as everything got shut down and people were running around, I had my own stuff going on, um, for like a week. Well, ended up being for about two and a half months, but yeah, I had that going on. So I'm, I'm thankful for like my health for, for one and foremost, because, uh, you know, a lot of people like can't, couldn't and still can't have stuff done that normally they would be able to get like medical procedures done or things have happened to them. It'd be easier to get doctor's appointments, you know, it'd be easier to get in like check stuff that, um, isn't as fluid as it is now with like precautions in place. But, uh, I'd also say the ability to work because I was still working a little bit. I was actually teaching at a uh, university for a class and I was able to finish the semester, even though I was working from home and recovering. And then when we first opened up, I was able to go back actually to a restaurant job where I could make some money and, you know, thankfully everyone and their mom wanted to come back out and eat at a freaking restaurant after a while. So it was busy. And then when we got shut down again, I was still working because I worked hard and my bosses basically, you know, allowed me to keep working because I showed up all the time and I didn't call out. Uh, and then it just kind of kept going through the fall or through the rest of summer when it got hot, when we we're outdoor dining through fall, through winter and bled basically into this job. So like the ability to still have a job, like even now my job, like working with athletes, like, I'm still, I'm coaching and I'm doing a lot of stuff in the Midwest that coaches out here in California can't do. Like I, I get to work indoors, even if I get to wear masks, like I still get to coach and stuff inside a weight room right now and work, um, where like a lot of coaches out here, like have to be outside or they're very limited on how many athletes they can work with. Mm -hmm. So it's just very different, like from California to the Midwest. So 
Uh, I think that's like my probably one of my biggest things aside from health. But how about you, Beef? Pass it over to Beef. Um, so I'll say that, uh, uh, definitely, um, loved ones, um, I'm very lucky to, you know, have a very loving, uh, wife. Um, she's my, she's my best friend and she really, um, especially for all of us, I felt like this year really tested everybody's mental game. Um, especially different, you know, it tested in so many different ways. Like, um, you know, you, you read online about people going through the crap they're going through where, you know, suicide rates up like that's a that's a known thing like you know and people were struggling with this whole what was going on and um and what there's what's still going on and and i think about like having a friend like that who can keep your spirits up when your judgment can be so clouded alone because being alone you know being alone like you should have you should find a lot of peace in but i felt like you know having having such a loving partner that kept my mind in a good spot at all times um and I, I have to say my friends and my family, like they were the same compass in that way. Like, you know, when things felt dark, it's like you can really fall back on those people. And, you know, when when so much in the world is almost unbelievable, like it almost feels like a dream or a nightmare, uh, no pun intended. The Like, I felt like you just kind of sit there and, and you're like, wow, like I have some of the best people around me that, that means so much to me. And um you know and you also think about like how you don't tell them you, you know you know you think about like how, how often you know we're around and we don't tell the people that we love we you know mm-hmm. how much they mean and what you know how much this year they really helped us um you know that's you guys like the, like hand hand in hand you know what each one of you uh you know means to me and and um and so yeah i, I think like it, it's really simple it's just family family and, and family friends and and um and my partner and i I think, and I've got a puppy now, and I think he he brought so much joy and peace in my life. So I'm very grateful for him. Uh, all right, Goichi. 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 Okay, Goichi. Yeah, it's like Go number one in Japanese. Okay, Go. So Goichi, I'm gonna pass off to because um, I I don't think we talked. You didn't get to yours, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of did. Kinda on it. Yeah, but it's pretty much the same thing that everyone else said was you know you just you uh, appreciate the support. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, in a <clears throat> in a current world where we all kind of feel alone, if you can find that support, whether it's through friends, family, even online gaming. I mean, people think that, you know, if you game, if you're an online gamer and all you do is game all the time, you're you're an introvert and you're not very open to people. But the cool thing about gaming and just being online, it it allows people to be vulnerable and and actually like in a sense be themselves because they they are technically behind the screen. But it's it's about taking the steps to open up, right? And <clears throat> even if they're not showing their face or anything like that, if they're having real talks and they're being vulnerable, I mean, that's just one step closer to, to opening up and not being an introvert. And I think the, the other thing, too, is um, where there's, like, a lot of negativity and, and trolls in, in the Internet world, there's also a lot of positivity. Um, you just have to find it. You have to be willing to look for it and, mm-hmm. in the right places. And... Um, it's 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 a beautiful thing when you have a, a community or just a support system of friends online um, who understand what you're going through and they can relate and even if they can't relate they're there to support you uh, through the through thick and thin. I mean I have relationships with people. One of my buddies out in Romania. I I've known him for seven years and there's other people across the United States that um, I was a teenager and I I grew up with them pretty much throughout the internet and we've reconnected after seven eight years of not not gaming together so um 
yeah, the internet is a beautiful place. And I think that's really what we're trying to do here too, is just uh, spread the positivity and, and the good vibes um, through our, our streaming, our social media platforms and, um, and just getting everyone else's input. Cause I, we know we're not alone, but we're also, there's really not a, a platform where people are like, you can be open, you can be vulnerable and, and they're having those open discussions. And so that's what we're trying to bring um, to, to, to everyone out in the world. Kind of introduce the fact of why, where, where does Junto come from? Um, Junto is Spanish for together. So this is only perfect that, you know, a bunch of friends are coming together to talk, um, game, play golf, um, uh, play tennis, play, play, do push each other in every way to have discussions around all these personable things, um, personal growth and all these things. So the word Junto is very beautiful in its own sense. It's Spanish for together. So, um, where does Junto come from? Now, it wasn't we didn't get it from Spanish. We got it from uh, Benjamin Franklin. And uh, uh, back in the day, so a little while ago, Ben Franklin created a group. Uh, it was the Leather Apron Club, um, also known as Junto. And what this what this club was was uh, it was a lot of um, scholar, a lot of uh, men men of many traits. So a lot of a lot of Renaissance men, where they they essentially um, came together and really just critically thought. And you think about like life a lot of times and, and, you know, we have so many things telling us how to think that we often forget to think our, about our own original thought. And even from the things that were shown, they have so much impact on our actual thoughts that the question is, does it real, did we really produce that thought or is it just our experiences and the things that are fed into our mind? So Benjamin Franklin created this group with, with his friends and, and his colleagues all, all through, um, all through his town. And essentially, again, it, it, it was it was the richest of the rich, it was the poorest of the poor. It didn't matter. It was just all these people that were into so many different things and brought so many different aspects of life. And when they they came together for the first time, they had to sw- they were sworn in. They had to swear in. Um, they had to say four statements, and they for life they were they're bound to the Junto Club. And so for us, that's what Long Live Junto is. It's about li- we are live we are keeping that that memory alive. The goal of it, you know, about critically thinking. Um, and with each meeting, which they would do, they'd meet every, they'd meet at weekend, you know, your, uh, ends meet. So they'd we- meet at uh, weekend and they had a list of questions, very, very template questions. And I think, I think it was like 27, 28 questions, um, that made you critically think or made you think about life or what, or, you know, it, it made you praise people. It made you kind of think of learn, learning from people. And, and that's what we're going to be doing every, uh, podcast, um, excuse me, every live stream podcast is essentially, we're going to pick one question. And that's going to be used and we're all going to kind of relate it to today's world. And uh, sometimes the questions, you know, they seem a little outdated, but um, but really the goal is, again, is to make us make our group really think. And hopefully as you're listening, you kind of think about it, you know, and it helps you critically think on your own. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to start it off. We uh, we all get to handpick the questions. Um, so for the question today, because none of the guys have heard the question yet. So this is just this is spitball and they're going to have to kind of think about it um, as they're going. Oh, boy. Yeah, old boys, right? Because I, if I, we'll see. I mean, I just memorize the questions, and then I literally just think all my answers, and then I'm, I could just slate it in there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so here we go. So, so the question from from the Junto, Junto Club was, do you know of any fellow citizen who has lately done a worthy action deserving praise or imitation? And I'm gonna hand it off to hand it over to Goichi. I said it. Yes. I said it right. See that 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 deserves something. Uh, to, to go ahead and start it off, um, we'll do round the gauntlet, and then I'll, I'll finish it off from from my point of view. So, do you uh, want me to repeat the question? Yes, please. 
The question was, you are the weakest link. That was good. Um, the question was, do you know of any fellow citizen who has lately done a worthy action deserving praise or imitation? Can be public, can be private, can be whatever, whatever you want. Uh, so for me, this is going to be an easy one. I would say it's, uh, it's freelance beef. Um, for what he's done, and, and I would say he's, in my opinion, he's the foundation of what we're trying to build here and what we started off. Um, without his efforts, his hard work, his organization, and um, just staying on top of things for us, uh, he's the backbone. He's pretty much, if we didn't have him, there'd be no support. We'd just be a, a piece of skin on the ground, you know? And uh, I think you definitely deserve that award and the recognition that um, you put in the work, man, and without your help, we wouldn't be where we are today and producing this live stream. Um, so... Yeah, it's, it's people like that, you know, you surround yourself around good people, but people who also push you out of your comfort, zo comfort zone. And that's really what um, these guys are for me. Um, you know, we all come from different types of backgrounds. Uh, we're raised differently in, in certain aspects. And um, it, it pushes me to be better and always uh, kind of self-assess and, and just always want to grow. And surrounding yourself around people who, who challenge you, but then also support you when, when you're winning in life. Um, it's a beautiful thing, and it's it's something that I I would say everyone should should look for in their lives as well. Because when you surround yourself around positive people, positive energy, um, good things happen to you. The universe just works in that way. Um, so yeah, I would say my vote goes to you, man. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add to. That. Okay. I'm gonna add to that, and I just wanna wanna say obviously thank you. Uh, <laughs> we don't wanna make this like a makeout sesh because I could do that, but <laughs> but uh, we? but all all the you know what what um you know. To, to that to that point it's like everybody has, has put a ton of work into this and i, I it's like everybody kind of has their own personality i'm like i said i'm a very intense person so it takes a lot of good characters to understand that and that's what this group understands they understand that drive in me but they also are so good at like playing with that drive and i it takes a really humbled group of men to to be able a group of people to really do that and it's individually in this group everybody's hardworking. you guys have all put in great ideas and great concepts and uh and um, I really appreciate that, though. That, that means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to hand it over to Coach. Um, he yeah. is one of the humble people I was talking about. <laughs> Here you go, humble guy. Thank you, sir. Uh, so since Goichi kind of took somebody uh, that I want to recognize because oh, yeah. I think that's true, but uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and go the lighter route. Uh, I don't know this individual uh, personally, uh, mainly because I saw it on Instagram. But uh, there was an individual at a Chick-fil-A drive-thru that basically opened up his drive his driver door to just, like, flat back somebody that the cops were chasing. And so, <laughs> yeah, so the guy just, like, wow. ate shit in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And, like, the cops were able to get him because the guy opened his door. So, like, kudos to Dude, that that's guy scary, because man. that's freaking awesome. I mean, it's just a giant truck door that the guy just, like, opens right on somebody. Do you imagine, like, so. imagine yourself in that shoes? Like, would you guys do that? Yeah, I would struggle. If with uh, if it was a company truck, maybe. If it was my personal <laughs> truck, probably. I'd be like, oh, oh shit, my door was locked. I didn't know about that. Damn it, I hate when this happens. The kids, like, the kids were messing. Yeah. Get to the front of Chick Fil A. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I gotta pay for my yeah. chicken tenders. I'd be like, wow, I would have done it except for I was next in line and I gotta go get some chicken nuggets. Priorities. <laughs> but uh, chicken first. Yeah, no, I liked to. Uh, I liked that because I was like, it was like one of those things where it's like, how often do you see? someone being chased by the cops like that just like in general let alone like do you have do you have like the wherewithal to like actually do something 
I'm like, I don't know. Maybe the cops were like, hey, maybe next time don't open your door. But I just thought it was, like, awesome. They had it on the Chick-fil-A, like, camera where it was just, like, dude just opened his door and just, like, absolutely knocked that dude out. And it's the cops got him. Of, so. like, you ever think about, like, Batman and, like, Vigilante? Yeah. Can you can hear me pretty well? You ever think about, like, Batman and Vigilante? I mean, yeah. You know, I don't know. With, that, with uh, Batman and Vigilantes, like, where's that line with cops in yeah. real life? Like, yeah. where are they going to be, like, all right, you went a little too far on the... on. What's well, like even in the movie? They're just like the group of dudes that like aren't Batman, but they're like pretending to be, and they're like, "Oh, we're just trying to help." And it's just like they end up oh, like getting yeah, caught, yeah. and it's like they're in the they're parking like structure. Yeah. On, yeah, yeah, they're on like PJs and like a mask, <laughs> like the yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, "We're just trying to do a good thing." It's like, okay, cool, thanks. But that seems like a thing we got to do Friday night. Yeah, we go yeah. vigil. Yeah, <laughs> dressed in our pantyhose. Just go through <laughs> random parking structures looking for drug deals that are going down. <laughs> Yeah, let's see how that works out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna, we're gonna shortly have less members in this group. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have less people to share this mic with after a while. <laughs> but yeah, right. All right. Well, uh, I think nightmare is uh, it's gonna be nightmares turn since uh, we got Chick Fil A man and we got beef. Oh man, Chick Fil A and beef. I mean, can't ask for much more than that. Um, wow. I don't I, I actually I don't think I have I haven't been I mean beef you you definitely are uh it's you're like one of the only people I uh I interact with a lot so I think yeah setting all this up and and getting us move, motivated uh, the motivation I think is is the most important thing is is that you got us motivated to, to do this and and get get stuff done so um that's the only person I can think of right now, I haven't really interacted with a lot of people. I haven't seen a lot of things. Uh, I kind of keep to myself sometimes. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, you're my, you're my motivation. Thanks, yeah. Having some technical difficulties, uh, we'll, we'll move, well, I'll be, uh, moving the camera going forward. There we go. Yeah. So, Im uh, imitation, sound wise, I'm good, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah imitation wise, um, Cause I, I say like our team, our team really like as much as, uh, you, you learn from, we learn from everybody like on the team. Like I, like I said, I, the, the, the whole thing about everybody, I think like the best teams are the ones that you have really, you have everybody that kind of brings something to the table in their own way. You know, there's always going to be, there's always going to be one person every, the way I look at it as a team. Cause I played, I played a lot of sports, played growing up and I look at you know, I, I look at like sports as some some people are, are really putting in uh, making our, our, your offensive powerhouse. Like they're 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 putting up the numbers right now. But uh, like like baseball, for example, it's a really long season. Um, but then you have other guys that step up, and and then you have guys that are like they play their part, and everybody on this team plays their part in their own way. Um, especially with groups, like it, I you know with work, I think like with work and how work is sometimes there's so many personalities and. Um, and for someone to be to have my strong personality, who uh, again has a lot of intensity, uh, it takes a good group of people to really understand me, um, and then understand what you know to look past some of the comments that I make, and um, that may not be productive to the team. So I you, you to you, the the one thing that I could lack a lot of times is humility, because I I oftentimes learn it from these guys, and it's like um, it's about that though. You know, we all remain that humble. So. Um, you know, and each one of you. So I'm going to say it with each one of you because with with Garrett, um, Garrett sees my intensity, 
and he's probably the best one to but i'd say between actually all three of them understand it a little but garrett understands it to a point where he knows where i'm going with most things um he looks past like some of the comments or even if i don't make sense or and i think that's really good because i think someone someone can watch you work if someone can watch you work and see like where you're wanting to go and then help you get there on top of it with the you know i might have so much passion i don't say articulate it well enough at times and you you know you always man like it doesn't matter what it is you you understand where i need to go and you understand like what like you to understand me well well to that being like i think that's huge so that's that's big i also think garrett has a lot of he's very uh he takes he mirrors people really well he watches what a lot of other especially as we talk about streaming he watches observes and sees what's successful and how to apply that and what where are the steps we can apply it because those are things like that strategy is it, it's it's going to be crucial to this team so like i i learned from that because there's also times where it's like i don't know any of that so it's like to have someone that is always willing to kind of look at look ahead into the ocean you know as we have the boat mm-hmm. like i think that's that's huge and and i mean to me it's uh i, I know everybody in the on the team's got this ability each one of us we all have the ideas it's just you know we all learn from that and i think yeah. i think that's huge so yeah thanks man yeah I mean, and then uh i was, I was gonna say because i want to give you guys all credit spencer um spencer's the one Who's of the that? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> did, I see, did I see your name too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's okay. Cats out of the bag. It's okay. Oh Look, oh this gosh. kind of shows that no one's perfect, right? And this is oh how my God. things I'm go. Far from you me, also man. said Junto Club, but it's okay. Oh, damn. So I'm it's okay. I'm but this um, is what it's about. It's about learning and stuff. And yeah. I mean, people run. People know my name anyways from back in the day streaming. So yeah. it's, it's fine. My social security number is gone. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Coach. But it's fine. Uh, yeah, so for coach like Bruce Wayne now, he and I have finally have something in common with Bruce Wayne. I gotta, I gotta remind, put like your names here so I remember. That. Uh, so okay. for for coach, I think uh, coach is one of the guys that um, you're one of the few people I know where like you'll take. I could come at you really hard at something, mm-hmm. and then you'll like you you take it in, and then you come back and you actually work on like what's said to you. Like yeah. there's there's not one. You know, I had a meltdown at you like a long time ago where. Like I just told you straight out, and like, and and I remember, I remember thinking, but it works with this too. If I come straight, I know if I come straight at you, like I don't have to be hard about it. I, you'll you'll take in the information and you'll you'll turn it around, and that's that it takes a lot because you think a lot about a lot of people like in today's age where accountability isn't there. Like yeah. kids are kids and and, it's and big maturity. Yeah, it's a, I feel I feel like it's even with adults now. You're just like people are like take it so personal, but yeah. you you take it, you ingest it, and you you change or you adjust, you make the adjustment and the adjustment is everything that's needed for the team. And to be able to have someone that, because I, I have to learn from because I, I take things very personal sometimes. Like if someone told me accountable or said, I said something wrong, I might take that really personal. I, I don't take that, that kind of info well. So getting checked is very hard for me to, so when I watch you do that, I, that's something I really want to mirror. I want to, I not only want to mirror that here, I want to mirror that in my life. Like being able to just kind of like, you know, look at myself and accept it, move on and, and apply what, you know, that good information. And, um, I don't know, it's, it's a trait. I, I rarely meet people. I, m- most people I know don't have it. So I just want to always, that's a mirror. That's what I want to mirror. Um, and one thing I'll talk about growth because, uh, uh, nightmare, um, nightmare talk. It is you. Yeah. Got it. So, so, uh, nightmare, nightmare. I, the one thing that I would say is he, he's been, uh, working like a horse this week on, uh, uh, cutting and picking up, picking up certain things on our, on our team, picking up certain things on our team where, um, 
where it's just stepping in and learning the trades. But one of the things that he did that, um, you know, me personally knowing him for so long is, is uh, you, you've always not been good with confrontation, but mm -hmm. standing up to me has been one of the hardest things, you know, in, in time. And he told, he kind of called me and, and called me and, and told me his, what he was thinking when seeing, and it's like that, that brings so much pride, like uh, pride as a friend, but pride as also a partner, because if you think about everybody's got weakness, you know, we all have, have something to the team that's kind of weak, like we, you know, fault lack or we like I'm over intense or I'm overbearing, so that that's a weakness, right? At, at a certain point, and I think being able to be to, to tell someone who could be overbearing or intense, hey, especially from a person that's very passive, um, I just think like I that that's very very good, and you did it in a very passive way, um, which is something else I could learn from because I, I'm not as passive. So mm -hmm. I learned I learned from all of you guys, I, and I've always learned from you guys in my. Uh, and that's honestly why I have you guys around is, is for, because I'm always constantly learning from each one of you. Mm -hmm. I may not, may not say it and I may not, you may off, you may think like I, he never does any of the things that he's saying right now. And that's, that's a case, but like I try to apply it inch by inch in my life. And, um, you know, and that's no comment on inch by inch, but you know, you wanted, <laughs> I saw Coach wanting to respond to that. Oh, so, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that kind of wraps up that segment. Um, uh, we got two more for you guys tonight. Um, I'm gonna hand it over to to Goichi. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say better. his other name. One more. His alias. <laughs> uh, and he's gonna start off with uh, what if our what if segment and uh, give a little rundown on it. So, Goichi. Okay. Get us started. Thank you. So we have a segment called What If, and none of the guys here um, actually know what I'm going to propose for the What If question. So the What If question for me is what if we were, we were born into a world where we lived in a world um, where there was no franchises and everyone had the freedom to create their own business, their own home. And by that I mean I've always, want, I've always dreamed of a world where um, every, everything is unique to its own identity. So like let's say you had a business and it's, and it's ran by your own family. And I'm, I come from descent of Japanese American. And let's say I wanted to do a spin of my own type of Japanese American uh, type of food eatery. It would come through my family. But the, the other thing I always thought was, why can't we create our own businesses with themes revolved around it? So like I have like a really cool um, Japanese theme uh, restaurant. But besides just a Japanese-themed restaurant, it goes deeper into that. Like, why can't you bring, like, actual, like, animals or, like, uh, you know, like, uh, why can't you have, like, a water slide inside your, your cafe? Um, I just think that we, we confine ourselves into a, a structure where we have to follow the rules. We have to, like, have walls painted a certain way or, um, you know, designs formatted a certain way. Um, I remember growing up and, and seeing that, uh, a Simpsons home and they uh, they auctioned it off and I'm like why can't you just create a, a home of your dream as well you know like if someone get, if you had a million dollars to to just blow away why couldn't you create like a theme park type of vibe in your own home or in your own restaurant and make it more fun more energized and and bring a happier feeling so if we lived in a what what if we lived in a world with no restrictions as far as there's no franchises and you're free to do whatever you'd like as far as your home and your business and your trade. Um, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll pass the mic to, to Coach and kind of um, let him express his own opinion on what if we lived in a world without franchises, without restrictions. 
Well, I'm thoroughly honored to uh, start this off for everybody here. It's like, I wish it was because, yeah, I'm like that kid in the back of the class that like starts pretending to write shit down because they don't want to get called on when they're like, "No, who knows this?" And like, I, they're like, "I don't know the fucking answer." Yeah, they're like, "I don't know the fucking answer." So then all of a sudden they're like, "You're like, well, well, if you make eye contact with the teacher, like they're gonna call on you." But then it turned it, and then it turned into like the teacher just finds out who's trying to make the least amount of eye contact. I'd be like, "That's the fuck." They're like, "That's the kid." I'm picking on like that's the kid that's gonna get in Paris because they don't know what's the capital of whatever state I'm asking about. Stall the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. So now that's over. Let's go to nightmare after I just <laughs> like a 15 minute filler. Um, I think. Yeah. yeah. What if Kush didn't fall asleep on the couch here? Kush needs a nap. <laughs> Like the uh, Mr. Bean and Rat Race. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just fall asleep. <laughs> Key in the, in the locker. Yeah. Um, I think that's like, a, I think it's a pretty interesting like topic because you think about like franchises that we, I think that like we, like us as a group, but then like people in general, like we frequent and that we actually really like, or we're really big fans of. Um, I mean, I know for me, like coming back to uh, California over break and stuff, like the first thing that I did uh, was uh, my parents and I, we went and got in and out for dinner. So it's like in and out is almost exclusively West Coast, like California. They've got a couple in Texas, I think, now. But it's like that is a huge franchise. It's a family-owned franchise. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of held on to like a certain standard of that they really haven't like moved away from. Like, you know, they kind of went and they've kept the same standard that like the 50s and 60s had in terms of like food service, food prep, uh, respect and like the way they handle customers. Um, Chick-fil-A is not obviously from the fifties, but like the way they say my pleasure for everything, like they have their own certain standard for stuff. So I think there's like, there's some that are franchises like that, that have made their own thing, which is interesting to think about. But yeah, yeah. Closed on Sundays. So it's like, even if you work full time, you work, even if you work, you know, over 40 hours, whatever, you're never working on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You're always, you're always there watching. You never, want chick-fil-a more oh no no you wake up on sunday you're like where do i want yeah Yeah. and then you drive by and you're like shit they are (laughs) close yeah but i mean there's been like i think there's at least been two or three times where i've driven to a chick-fil-a and be like wow there's no line and then i almost get to the drive-thru i'm like because it's a freaking sunday and i just like turn that wheel i'm like i'm just doing they have a camera of you like like it's like this stupid. Oh, the stupid. Co- a compilation of yeah, Sunday, Sundays. Just, just like waiting at the, the board. The joy that dies in their face. They're just like they're, they're like they're like still trying to talk to the, yeah. the intercom. I wonder who's got the record for longest time waiting at the drive-through like microphone, <laughs> like, some like trying to guy. order. Like he's just stoned out of his mind, just like. They probably have it turned on to where they, they record, like, whatever you say. Yeah. So someone's just like, is anyone there? Yeah. <laughs> just keep yelling it louder and louder at them. How Where's long? that nice guy outside? Yeah. Yeah. How long yeah. until they take the Lord's name in vain? Right. <laughs> God damn it. It's Sunday. But I do like that concept. I think that if there were, like, franchises and we had, like, this very specific, like, obviously I'm not, uh, this might be hard to believe, but I'm not Japanese-American <laughs> at all. Um, I know. it's Brother? uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just to confirm, uh, but like for my stuff, like I have a very uh, strong like Germanic and French uh, heritage, and I also have like uh, strong Norwegian ties uh, as my as my what's that? What's that? Oh yeah, cro- cro- croissant. Yeah, croissants and foie gras. That's what I that's what I have on the daily. But. It's like for like to do some of that stuff. Like I think it would be it would be really interesting how everyone has like their own spin, and I do like actually seeing like 
places that do their own spin off of like their own heritage and culture because why like why should everything be the same like why like i know that everyone's got a culture and a heritage and like some uh celebrations or like rituals or whatever whatever it has for everybody but it's like why does mine and yours and his and hers have to all be the exact same because we come from the same background like why can't we make something different and i think that if we could do that uh, I do like the the aspect of like how expanded creativity can get for people That's really because they don't have to work within a certain like yeah. bracket of things like mm-hmm. it you like you get outside that box and the more you let people get outside that box and still let them I guess like be in the box mm-hmm. or like you get to put them in the box even though they're outside the box type of deal if that makes sense like mm-hmm. I think you get a lot more uh, variety and it doesn't you don't get complacent as much because you're now working within somebody else's construct of what they see their like their culture or their heritage as or even like whatever they want to do like even like the white dudes that do like sushi and they're like oh i trained in like japan for a decade yeah. and like you, you come in you're like holy crap like this dude is like like the whitest dude i've ever seen that's like a head sushi chef but it's like they do their own like spin on stuff and i i think that's that's unique and that's awesome yeah, fusion because stuff yeah fusion yeah. stuff is great i mean yeah, they don't live under the constructs and you're just like damn who would have no of fusing these two things mm-hmm. you know yeah. like sometimes you find like there's a peruvian and a, a thai place that we went to one time yeah i was like what the f like you know like peruvian i mean like i don't need like fusion crazy. stuff like I don't need like American and sushi. Like I don't need a ham like a, ham- a sushi. Damn, that sounds good. Sushi hamburger or hamburger sushi. Like I don't need firecrackers on top of like a prawn head like on my dish or anything yeah, like that. I'm like I'm pretty easy. Yeah. Episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Ramsey goes to a sushi place. Yeah. Sushi pizza. Oh. Disgusting thing. Yeah. No, thank you. I mean, hell, someone's probably whoever our viewers are probably gonna steal this, but. uh you know, like, I don't need stuff like that, but I do like the, the individuality because, like, I don't want to go to eight different sushi places and have the same Hawaiian roll or the same firecracker roll at country, eight. At eight. Roll. Yeah, I want, yeah, I don't want, <laughs> I mean, I also don't want to order something and get, like, crap, like, because it's totally different, but I don't want it to be the exact same either. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I go to different burger places or pizza places because the the pizza or the burgers are different. Like mm-hmm. there's a difference between McDonald's and in and out. There's a difference between in and out and Whataburger. So sorry for any central people, but in and out is way better than Whataburger. Uh, it's not, it doesn't even register on my radar. Uh, I've, I've had it. I've had it once. I, I was like, you know what? It's, it's not that great. I mean, it's like nothing to write home about for me. What's it like? Uh, I mean, it was, it tasted fine. It was great. I mean, I wouldn't say great. Sorry. I don't want to say great. Pro- Give it to a process. No, what? Yeah, well, I was like, was I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, what did I just spend money on? <laughs> but it's just like, I mean, like people are like, oh my god, it's the best thing since sliced bread. I'm like, it was a burger. Isn't that a crazy thing? That's a crazy thing. I mean, yeah, it's like, like sliced bread. Yeah, because like, how amazed were they when they fucking sliced bread? <laughs> it's like, it did like everyone's life just change? They're like, well, shit, we don't have to rip it anymore. <laughs> But we don't have to cut it ourselves. Yeah, I think it's an interesting aspect, and I actually like that idea because I think that's when you breed creativity is yeah, when you get when you let people don't have to like work out. But um, I want to hear more about like what nightmare hears because uh, I'm all out of bad jokes. So yeah, mine is 
I've had a chance to think about it, I guess. You're welcome. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Yeah. We're going to call you filibuster. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I got more. I got a I guess <laughs> Mine is... Yeah, my feet are getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine is, is kind of like the flip side of that. It's like you wouldn't get that consistent... The consistency. Uh, you'd have to... And if you find somewhere that, like, that you really love, you that that's the only one. Yeah. Like you have to go to that place. Yeah. If you go out of town, then uh, what if I want that best burger? And, but uh, again, there's the other side of the coin is what if you go out of town and find a great burger place yeah. and then you leave and then you have to just like write it down. Oh, oh if I go to Omaha, there's a great burger place. Like in how I met your mother. What do you find the world's best burger? Really? Yeah. Or, or an elf? I can't remember where it's at. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. <laughs> or an elf, the world's best coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder what, like, I wonder what the legalities would be, putting like a, a, like a water slide in your... In your yeah, so they... Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe the like, government and, and the lawyers ruined, ruined so many good ideas because yeah. yeah. it was such a liability yeah. to put a waterfall, yeah, like, like Casa Bonita. Yeah. Casa Bonita. <laughs> oh, man. I just... What, what do you think, like, if someone took, took you to court over your awesome waterfall? Yeah, Like, how much would it... Like, you're done. Yeah. Like... So the thought behind that kind of, too, is, like... That would that wouldn't even be an outcome. It's just uh, more of like. What if oh, it doesn't yeah. exist? Yeah. What if that doesn't exist? Yeah. What if there what? is no rules? Oh, I got man. so many in my head. But, oh, well, oh, then I really want to pass pass the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, he Shit. he kind of he kind of like said it when he you kind of said it with your your house. So so then I went I went and I thought about like what's mind of Max? That would be the that would be my house, right? And you're, <laughs> oh, so like so it's kind of like a it's mini. A it's a mini exactly. There's 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 some <laughs> fun. Yeah. There's some fun stuff in here. So. <laughs> I don't think any of this stuff uh, in would be like legal. I think eventually we would be sued if it was in this world. But if it, if I was to create it, it'd be kind of cool. So I would think about my mind, right? And I want every room to feel like every single room. Oh, I'm gonna, oh that's right. I'm over here. I want every single room to feel a certain way of how I feel. Mm-hmm. So like I would want a room of anxiety where you're just sitting in there and you feel Max's anxiety, the smell. Even I even narrow it down to a smell where like when you smell it, it gives you anxiety. And when you hear it, it gives you anxiety and you're just, and that's one moment. And there's a part where I'm like intense. And when you guys see what I'm in super intense and it's a rush and you're just like in your adrenaline's kicking in. Right. And that's a whole experience. And I'm thinking like for the intense one, it would be like a virtual reality room where all like, do you, if you remember the movie smart house for the, the, uh, oh, the wow. kids that's movie, they, they made the room, the whole like whole thing, like a, a virtual room. Like, so you yeah. could be at the beach or you'd yeah. be at, and that's what, what, that would be my intense room where like literally just like my yeah you're just your mind's like going crazy and you ask people would ask like why the hell would you go in the anxiety room but it's like if you were to go in my anxiety room you might actually feel like better because you don't have the anxiety i have right or like or vice versa yeah exactly you can relate and it brings yeah. some normalcy for you and same with the intensity some people are super intense and they're like man why is he intense and if you're in my mind in that virtual room you're gonna be like man this guy's a psycho like you're gonna be like, this guy's got a lot of problems, but you'll walk out thinking, 
maybe when I'm intense, like I need to ease up or I need to. And so I feel like it would be that, but also the happy stuff, like what brings me happiness and smelling happy and, you know, hearing happy, like what brings that, that joy. Mm -hmm. And so I would make a a whole house of that whole house or be a house, but it it would just be an experience. And like, and if people, you know, you're going through it and it might go bankrupt in the first week (laughs) because it's like people, no one goes into that house, but suicides of spite. Yeah. (laughs) Max house open. Yeah. Like a bunch of like, there's one like, like next door is a crazy house. Yeah. Yeah, it's like what, like, like, but uh, it's connected by a hallway. Yeah, Netflix documentary. Yeah, and I, I feel oh, like, yeah. I feel like, uh, for me, like, that's what I would. I thought about like the what if world. I'm like, man, that would be it. Like, that's what if you brought that up, and I was like, my mind would be what I want to see. People, I want people to see, see, smell, hear, all the senses, feel the feelings that I have, and like, and then they feel that it could be peace, happiness, could be, could be joy, it could be, um. You know, stress is another one, but also like I want every room. Like you, always, I always remember I go to Disneyland, and I, yes. I Disneyland did this, and Disneyland's really good with some certain stuff, like the little details. Like there's little details yeah. about Disneyland, yeah. and um, one thing that they did that uh, I had gone with my girl and uh, my aunt on a Small World, and I had not been on a Small World in probably like ten years, at least at least ten years, right? Nobody at our age wants to go on Small World unless you have like a little kid, and even then you probably don't want to go. You don't you know? want to go. Yeah, so it's like you have to go. Yeah, so is that not normal if I want to go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, there's something <laughs> little, there's something a little off about that. I want to know what your house remind, feels remind like. Me to call You're the like FBI yeah, on, yeah. on Coach that he wants to go on Small. He's like, Coach's front. World. Yeah. Like, Here we go, kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's excited. He just jacked. Yeah. Oh god. So, okay, real quick, this is the most Southern California podcast right now because we we've touched on In and Out and now Disney. Oh yeah, Disney. Yeah, it's but that's but that's our that's our. That's kind of where yeah. I got the inspiration yeah. from. I'll, I'll speak on that too later. Yeah. Uh, but there is inspiration behind why I generated that question. Yeah, definitely. So. And so I feel, I so like when I think about, I was, I'll finish this thought and then we can uh, kind of, uh, I'll, hand, I'll hand it off to you. One of the things that like I noticed about Disneyland, I, I thought it's like still the coolest thing because I, I don't know about you, if anyone's been to Disneyland, Disney World, no matter what part, where you're from, um, you just remember when you're a kid and how much joy that brought you. Mm-hmm. Like it brings so much, joy. and as you get older, you're like that doesn't bring you joy as much. Yeah. You're like lines, people brings you anxiety. You're just like I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to do, and maybe because maybe you were a kid and your parents paid for everything, and you had you got to just be in that moment. Yeah. So with Disneyland, it's really rare that I find moments like that mm-hmm. where I find moments where I'm like, whoa, like it kind of like puts me on a dime. And uh, I'll, I'll say two recently, and I think that's. But it, I look at what it, when I thought about what if, and like I was thinking like. They're the ones that create that. They're they're one of the few places I can still kind of do that. Mm-hmm. But I thought about like I thought about like what what would you know my house would be like, and I would want the smell. And I said smell, right? That was I don't know if that like that threw you guys off, like smell anxiety. Mm-hmm. But like, but it but one big thing is like when we went into um, a small world, every room that you went into is during the holidays had a smell in it. Interesting. And the smell, like it was weird. The smell was kind of pleasing. Like each smell, and it was, but it's such a unique smell. It wasn't like you know, it's not like when you're going to the bathroom and you smell Lysol kind of smell, and you're like, oh, you know, it's it's masking something. It was more of a smell of like, whoa, this goes with this room. Like Coming someone over to grandma's house for Christmas. Yeah, and yeah. Smelling cookies as soon as you like come through the door. That's exactly, and was you're just this? sitting there. You're sitting there. Some, That's somewhere like cool. grandma. Yeah, like they, it's for someone to think the smell, the sense, we're not covering the smell, the sense. Yeah. And they're also masking that nasty water smell that they have. Cause I yeah. used to think that, but I was like, man, like who, that's such a part of us is like that smell. How many things that were, especially the food or, or just anything like even when you smell laundry, like good laundry, mm-hmm. there's so much pride in that. So, uh, so yeah, smell was a smell was a big smell and hearing. I feel like is a, a sense as we, we give up on. I feel like that they got that, like that idea from, um, 
what is it, soaring over California? Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone it loves it. it. Everyone loves like the orange. It is, yeah. It hits you in the face. Yeah, yeah. So like, they probably were like, oh, we could incorporate that into yeah. our Christmas, like you know, cinnamon sugar cookies and holly and like. Do you imagine like the like the oranges, right? Take for instance, like our grandparents, right? Mm-hmm. Grew up here, and if like our grandparents, uh, uh, um, parents too, could be, but they saw the orange groves. So like for them, that, that's nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like that smell, maybe you know. And I think about it. Maybe it didn't hit us, but maybe it hits other people. You yeah. know, like it's it could be so. Agriculture, smoke yeah. shit. They say. Uh, <laughs> they pump, Hopefully, you guys they didn't pump, hear that. They pump that into. <laughs> that's gonna be a cut from Coach. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say. Hold on. I was, I was gonna say. Um, Oh shoot! I had it. Um, no, I lost it. Never mind. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, so real quick, the the inspiration behind that "what if" question um, was back in high school. I took a bit, uh, MBA class, and we had a project, a group project, where uh, we had to come up with a business, uh, any type of unique business, and we had to create a business plan and a presentation and a model. And uh, my group, it was interesting. I, I was assigned. I was the team leader, and I was assigned uh, like four or five other team members. And during the middle of the of the project, um, one of the groups uh, had an issue with one of their team members where he was causing a lot of conflict and issues uh, on their team. And my team was doing phenomenal. We were, we're grooving uh, together and we're, everyone was pitching in, doing their part. And the teacher actually approached me and asked if I would be okay uh, swapping out one of my team members for that other team member um, because he saw a lot of hostility on the other team. And he felt like I would be able to figure out how to utilize this guy to his fullest potential and, and be an asset to our group and not fail the class. Um, and I actually know his name first and last, and I'll never forget it. What was interesting was when we did join, have that guy join our group, um, he, he worked at KFC at the time. I said, look, we're at the final stages of the project. All I ask is that you show up on the final day where we're completing everything and you participate as much as you can. But the one thing I need you to do is bring K- KFC for the group. And that's exactly what he did. And guess what? We we ended up winning the competition. There was other groups that did like hotels, cruise ships, um, and ours was Narnia Cafe. Um, so what I said is, in order to save money, we would we would either partner up or rent out a space in downtown Disney. And during the promotion of like when Narnia came out, Narnia Two. Um, we would do a Narnia cafe and the whole cafe would be unique in theme, almost like rainforest cafe, but next level on steroids where like you enter, uh, you, if you guys haven't seen Narnia, I'm sorry, but (laughs) it's been, it's been out a long time, but the way you enter, uh, the cafe is through, uh, the wardrobe. And as soon as you enter that wardrobe, it's almost as if you entered a whole nother world. And there could be, who knows, there could be snow in there. Um, we had a fireplace at one point. Um, and then everything was themed to the movie. So you had like those truffles or whatever. Turkish, um, delights. Turkish delights. Yeah. And uh, like the wait- waiters and waitresses would be themed to the characters as well. Um, so we ended up doing a business plan like that and uh, ended up winning the, the group project and getting everyone an A. And so that kind of got me thinking of like, what if we lived in a world where we had the freedom to like just do whatever we want like for me if i open up a restaurant like i would want to do something like ninja turtles like you come into my restaurant you're in the sewer layer and you come in you can hang out there's the ninja turtles there to do autographs hang out with you take pictures do birthday parties but also like you get that vibe of like i'm living my kid dream or my kids are now living like their childhood you know and it's like it's it's a feel good moment because yeah. I'm at the stage of my life where like I'm you know my my wife and I are thinking of having kids and 
it would be cool to relive an uh, experience like that, like Ninja Turtles, like as as a kid growing up. And also my kids get to live that childhood dream with me as well and just have that feel-good vibe experience. And I think that's what we need in the world is um, not not putting restrictions on people and, and being being open to people's creativity. And I, I that's what I love about the internet is as long as they don't restrict us, we're open to keep on having that creativity and uh, building that network outside of our confines. Um, and that's what's really cool is like you can showcase to the world what you're capable of. And um, yeah, and that's that's really what generated the question for me. So, and how good how good does a pizza look on during Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, like how yeah exactly. And the thing is, you could always be playing the ups, the cartoons or the movies throughout the restaurant or something, you know. What and Chuck E. Cheese so. was like supposed to be Splinter. Dude, just like Dude. Like what if they just revamped yeah, Chuck E. Cheese altogether? I've always believed that Chuck E. Cheese was like owned by the cartels or something because, like, how has that place lasted so yeah, long? Child gambling So what I'm going to do? I'm going to hand it back to uh, Beef here, and he's going to go ahead and get us uh, introduced to the next segment. I think that kind of does it. So uh, the next uh, next segment's under uh, the next uh, next segment's underrated stuff. Um, handed over to uh, Nightmare. Um, really cool, really cool segment because I think mm-hmm. um, this is gonna get uh, get you guys. Yeah. For, sorry, yeah. gonna get you guys thinking um, incredibly because uh, the moment he told us about the segment, it made me think. But then it made me realize like that made me think like how much how much is really underrated, and then mm-hmm. also it makes me want to hear. Um, not only from the gr- this group here, but you guys at home, like what, what do you see as underrated? And, um, you know, one of the things that we'll do is, is we'll put this on, tw- uh, on, um, YouTube. I got on YouTube after, but also uh, Twitter and post to Reddit and just, we want to hear your guys' feedback. Like, you know, what is underrated? So I'll let, uh, I'll let, um, Nightmare explain it and he'll, he'll kick us off yeah. here. All right. So underrated stuff is, it's what it is. It, it's what we think are, is an under like underrated or underappreciated parts of our lives. And I kind of, how I envision this segment is, is we all have our own underrated thing. So the one that I've, I've always thought is underrated since I was a kid, um, is breast pockets on, on jackets, like just being able to just like pop, pop it right in. And it's, you don't have it like on your, on your legs. It's so convenient. And, the genesis like like the genesis of of that is when i the um the movie elf when peter dinklage comes in like he he's finally introduced as like the head writer and they pay him in a big a big envelope of cash and he just like stuffs it yeah. in his breast pocket and but it's like a big for him because he's he's a little person it's a big envelope full of cash and he just like jams it into his breast pocket <laughs> it's just he's not an elf and i've always like ever since i saw that I wanted a jacket with a breast pocket, and now, <laughs> if if a jacket doesn't have a breast pocket, I I don't I don't it's get. It's not a jacket. It's not a yeah. It's, yeah. Is what what are you? It's just a glorified hoodie. Thank thank you. So, see, <laughs> coach gets me. I feel like you felt like the cool kid too. If you, I had an independent jacket like that, mm-hmm. and had it and had a pocket inside the jacket, and I, I felt like the coolest kid ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just so just like, pff, yeah, boom. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna pass it to Coach. That's that's my underrated under thing. So we're gonna put him back on the spot. <laughs> hope he had enough time to think. Yeah, I hope Coach found something underrated here. Uh, I will second that. I think the breast pocket is awesome. Uh, I'm a big flannel wearer, uh, so I I don't 
Well, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really makes that many flannels without like a, with at least one breast pocket, mm-hmm. but I prefer two, and uh, I prefer the ones that are like the snaps instead of like an actual button. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something about like that metal look on the outside that I th- I think is like kind of nice. I mean, I do like button ones too; they have time and place. But um, I'll buy you some time. Yeah. You, you wear flannel. Have you seen uh, <laughs> Have you seen the jeans with the flannel? Inlays. Oh, the flannel lining. Yeah, yeah. No, I get emails about them all the time now that I've <laughs> now that I moved to the Midwest. I've like gotten so many emails from like Duluth, where it's just like, "Hey, have you tried like our fuzzy underwear? Like to to like where you're living now?" And be like, uh, "No, I think I'm just fine wearing two pair or you know wearing a pair of pants." Um, I will say uh, this uh, this might be a little bit different, but I think I don't know. I think I maybe have uh, a slightly different perspective now that I have moved away. Um, and it might be kind of like cliche and stuff, but I think uh, something that is underrated for me that I think I've actually gone through since moving away for now um, is is being grateful for or like having the things that you grew up with, like growing up with whatever you have. I think a lot of people take for granted. It is very underrated. Like you don't know, like the whole saying of like you don't know what you have until you like don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, like not being able to see you guys on a weekly basis, like not being able to go to the beach when I want to, not being able to go see my grandparents when I want to. Uh, I think like a lot of people, that stuff is underrated to be able to have family nearby. Um, and it's like, it's like, Oh yeah, my family's here. Like, Oh, we're getting together as a family. And like, I know a lot of people have like strong family values. I'm really close with all my cousins. Um, especially now that we're older and we can like go to a brewery or we can go to a concert. We go to baseball games, hockey games and whatnot. Uh, together we work out together sometimes uh like i lifted you know i mean it wasn't much but like i still got somewhat of a workout in with my cousin this week um while i was back and i think like stuff like that like uh, family time and like connections like that uh is kind of underrated and you don't really appreciate them as much until you don't have them readily available anymore or for the time being like when i go back to iowa tomorrow or sunday uh I I won't be able to just like drive down the street and come see you guys, you know, or we can't go golfing next Friday like we did today. Uh, you know, Lord knows, I don't know when the next time I'll be able to even golf like in Iowa is like whenever that snow melts and the courses are open. So it's like I I think like all this stuff was like really underrated because I just grew up here. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just kind of took it for granted slash thought well it's always there for me so like i'll just i can do a winter summer fall spring whatever i want and half the time you know we don't even like have like really distinguished seasons because sometimes it's just hot for six months or we bitch about the weather for six months <laughs> but yeah i think like some of that stuff is like is a little underrated in a lot of our books because we grew up here people that aren't from california that move here i think appreciate that stuff a lot more than yeah. some of us do for sure yeah. uh, especially when i tell people now like all my athletes or coworkers or people i meet i'm like oh i'm from california like oh like what part i'm like easiest for me you know everyone knows orange county because of the show but i just say i just grew up down the street from disneyland mm-hmm. and everyone's eyes like just get huge like, oh my god, you must have gone there all all the time, like every day. Yeah, no. I'm like, no, because it was always right here. So like having yeah. stuff like this available, like I'm running into it now. Like having airports available to us is super underrated <laughs> because I <laughs> I have an airport that literally has like five flights out of it a day and they only go to one or two airports and it's really not all that easy and convenient. Mm-hmm. So like having 
five airports in our within an hour of us is like super underrated in my opinion now because I'm going through it to where it's like I have all these places to fly out of. However, there's only one place remotely close to where I'm living now to fly into and only like two airports fly into there. Otherwise, I'm going to have to, you know, find some way to drive two hours in what direction to find it. So I feel like that for me is like pretty underrated at this point. And I don't think it really hit me until like this week or when I actually got out there and I realized how quiet it is. Like, you know, classes are changing and I'm like, I don't hear a damn thing out here. Mm -hmm. Whereas like going to school here at a state school, it's like even during class, it's noisy as hell in the quad and everything else like Mm -hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I think family ties, friends, Grown up, uh, prox, uh, like proximity to a lot of stuff is like severely underrated for, yeah, for Californians at least because we, we kind of lose focus on like what that is. So mm-hmm. we don't really value what we actually have all the time here. So yeah, that's mine. Uh, I want to hear, I want to hear what, uh, Goichi's got, uh, for our underrated. All right. So for me, this is Goichi, uh, one thing that's underrated for me, and it's kind of like a genre, like a genre category, because there's a lot of things that go under it. Um, but clean public bathrooms, um, I think those are underrated. And when you have a clean public bathroom, the other thing I'd like to note is um, these are usually at fancy hotels or resorts. But having your own individual like stall room where like you can close the door and there's no cracks where you could have like drive by peekers like look through your crack or they look through the mirror and you kind of make eye contact as you're like on the toilet that's the most awkward thing ever um so clean bathroom uh your own personal stall is very appreciated nice toilet paper um and i do appreciate i think what's underrated is when they play music i don't even care what kind of music but as long as it's loud enough to hide any type of noise that either myself or my my neighbors on the next stall make um i think that's appreciated and having a nice smell no matter what, like consistently, the public restroom has a nice smell. I think those are underrated because a lot of people will just throw a bathroom together, put the stalls up and leave it as is. But if thought goes into it, I can appreciate that. And it makes me want to go back to that specific resort or hotel. Um, so, yeah, under underrated is uh, for me is like clean, really nice bathrooms. I feel like uh, adding to yours is I feel like uh, when you go into um – I was gonna, I'm gonna add to to his, but like when you go into like a restaurant and it's really clean, it tells you, it paints a tail a tail of that restaurant. Like True. I think if you go into like a you in a restaurant and it's like you're just like, dude, this thing's destroyed. Imagine what their kitchen's like because if they yeah. their perception of their clients, their customers are like, hey, we don't care about where you're going to the bathroom and we don't even want to call, make sure it's clean for you to feel yeah. to feel that I, I'm do I I think a clean bathroom. It's almost like a. Yeah, my wife can tell you like that's like my phobia is like i mm-hmm. i'm very like you know my bathroom and my my um tub is is super chemically clean all the time um and but i, I look i think about like you bringing in public is like it, there's nothing worse feeling when you actually you know you have you have an emergency yeah. and you're stuck with a certain situation and um you know and talk about underrated stuff is like our situations are much better than like the middle east where oh, yeah. you know i mean like we're like we we might see that and we're like, Oh my God. But like, it could, yeah, it could be, yeah. Or there's no toilet paper. Oh my God. Like, like that kind of scenario. So, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll pass it back. Are you, I mean, I'm pretty much done. That's, that's pretty much what I was going to say. It's just, uh, underrated for me is, is the bathroom. So even growing up in school in public schools out here, um, I'll never forget in elementary school, 
our stalls, the kids were so bad that the kids ripped off the stall doors. Yeah. So you had no oh, privacy to go to the re- restroom. And then not only that, when the stalls would get bolted back on, um, they had to put chains on our toilet paper because kids were ripping off the toilet paper. So you'd go in there and not have TP. <laughs> and the only and you when you dry your hands, it's blow dryers usually, like hot blow dryers or whatever. So like there was nothing to wipe with or anything like that. So I just think like yeah I, that uh, caring like that way goes a long way especially even at public schools you think about it like that's in a sense bullying you know kids don't feel safe to go to the restroom like think about that that's i mean that's absurd to me yeah. so because growing up as a kid i lived close enough luckily at home that if i had an emergency and i had to go to the restroom i could i could just walk to my house and then walk back to school but uh you know, a lot of kids don't have that luxury. And it, it's just sad to see, like, I've grown up seeing that, like, type of bullying where kids have to go to the restroom and they don't have any choice and there's no stall door. And it's like, at school doesn't take care of something like that. I I think, uh, you know, it's it's definitely highly underrated. Mm-hmm. So I'll pass it back now to my buddy Beef. Uh, so I'm going to keep into the bathroom conversation. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I went, yeah, once, once we went restroom, really, I was like. Really quick, uh, but. On your, your point about the restaurants, restaurant bathrooms, mm-hmm. like especially if their employees have to use that bathroom. Oh, geez. Not yeah. even like, a, like they oh, don't have yeah. an employee yeah. bathroom. Like, <laughs> then you oh, really man. start thinking. Then you, yeah, yeah. Really, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And then they, oh, yeah, because they'll walk in with their hands. Yeah, yeah like, cleaning. Yeah. Like, yeah, they wash their hands, but if they're washing it in a pigsty, does Wait, it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I never thought about that. Yeah, even deeper. Because we, were, we worked at Islands, and like that was like. That was a nice bathroom. Yeah, do you remember like that was a big thing for Islands? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Spencer licked it clean. Oh, I, I'm sure he did. Coach yeah. licked it clean. Sorry. All right. Coach licked it. Reverse, 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 reverse. Coach licked it clean. Well, I had to clean. Like I had to clean. I worked at a. a fla- it was a flower shop slash shaved ice shop, and I my duty was to clean the bathroom. And my thing was, if I have to use this, I want it clean. Yeah. So if we have customers that have to use it for emergency, mm-hmm. then I'm going to make it clean for them. So I I would clean it every other hour. The, yeah, the worst is like you go in, you clean it, and then you see this like guy walk in. He's like sweating. Oh my god! It literally looks like a like a psycho. Like how there's just blood everywhere, and you're just like, what the heck? It's like day to day care. It's just yeah. like, oh I have to wear like a hazmat <laughs> hazmat suit. Yeah, that'd be the worst. So yeah, so I do appreciate that too. Is like when uh, customers can come in and they they actually don't. Uh, mess everything up and you, you almost treat your public space as like your home as well so i think that goes hand in hand if you have a clean place if you don't everyone's just going to treat it like trash because if your ownership treats it like trash that's exactly what your customers are going to treat it like mm-hmm. so yeah no. all right back to the bathroom. okay so the so we're on the bathroom the restroom conversation yeah <laughs> i'm a i'm a known uh, offender of the bathroom um okay so i got two because i i thought i kind of thought about this uh First one is, um, I, I don't know about everyone at home and everyone here, but the worst scenario for me, especially when it's, um, it was friends' homes growing up, because, you know, friends' homes, when you're a kid, it's it's the parents, right? And especially if you didn't know that friend that well and you're kind of still getting to know them and, and uh, you have to go to the bathroom and it's number two, um, the worst feeling is when that toilet is not good flow. You know? does You know what I'm saying? Like, I you know, I, we, I brought this up early and I'm like, I just, I think about when there's a moment when the bathroom's got a solid, just like just sucks it down. I just sit there and I, I think like, thank God, because 
The worst is if it clogs and then there, you don't see a plunger and you're in desperation mode with your hand at that point. And you're just, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like that, that is, and the worst feeling is to even after you tried to unclog it and then you have to come out and be like, um, sorry. Or like, like, yeah. And it's like, and your hands are like, like the worst part is you, you sprinkle all over the floor with the the toilet water with your hands. And you're just like, you're like, why, why did this happen? And I've had a lot of nightmare scenarios of that. Like I, I, uh, yeah, it's like, and I know, I know this man right here. I definitely, it's my worst. It was my worst fear and it came true and it it was horrible. (laughs) I'll tell that story once you're done. Yeah. So I, I feel like for me, like when it's a strong flow, we really, no matter where you are, but I think specifically at a, a home because you see it less with like homes, right? Homes have yeah, kind of risk most here. Most of the time it's a gamble. Most of the time it's a gamble when you go to a friend's home. You're like, do I do a test flush? Yeah. Or do I just yeah, gamble yeah, and go for courtesy, it? Courtesy, yeah. Courtesy. I never yeah. thought of a test flush. But test no, flush, the, yeah. The worst is like you do a courtesy flush and then you flush it like eight times and they're like, is something happening? Like, <laughs> like that's the worst. That's thing. true yeah, too. That's like so. Gets, so that's the thing too. Like you don't want to take the gamble of flushing it once yeah. and then flushing it again, and then maybe you need a third one. Yeah, because oh, that's nerve wracking. Like, or, I wonder what your fucking diet is. Or, or what? What if you roll the di- like? Have you guys done this where you roll the dice and you're like, okay, well, I'm done. I I've done my duty in there. I hopefully I didn't put too much toilet paper. Now let's try yeah. and flush. And then you hold it the down, hoping that yeah. like you get more yeah, flow to get it down. Like, like a double flush. Yeah. You're like, like you're like trying to motivate. Yeah. You're like, come on, baby, you can do it. Yeah. Like get it all in there. No no remains left. So yeah. Like praying while it goes down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is a moment of truth. There's times where like it feels like you do it and you're just like and then the worst feeling is when you like you almost like I personally from my home, like you try you're just like, I know my toilet. Yeah. And then yeah. the worst is when you're like like you just you feel betrayed. Yeah. Like there's like you're just like what this shouldn't come up. Like I know you're the I know the right number like roll them out. Yeah, that. it's like yeah, I've seen better. Like yeah, that's a <laughs> I put more in you yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, that's that's like I both of those. But I would say that that's that's for sure. Before I move on to the next one, you want did you wanna Yeah, no, keep going, keep going. So the the second thing for me is um is okay. I don't see these too often, but I think it's really underrated when I do is when and I see them more at Vegas for some reason, but when you guys are at a in a stall, so we're staying in the bathroom conversation, when you're in a bathroom stall and it goes all the way to the floor. I don't know that's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh did oh, you yeah, your yeah. own private room. Your own yeah, your private room. yeah, like so you, like I think and maybe, maybe okay, so maybe it's kinda of piggybacking off of his too. It's like I feel like when I'm when I'm in that feeling, I feel so comfortable yeah yeah you're just like yeah you're because like you when take your time. the worst is when you see people's feet <laughs> and then like people like are trying to get inside yeah. and then like when you're you know that's the that's the worst you know people are waiting on you oh, but like yeah. if you have it all closed up you're like i don't care yeah yeah you're just yeah, like this is my yeah yeah it's like yeah like just yank it. exactly yeah. yeah they could be like oh you've got new balances on you're done they can't yeah, like, down there yeah I got another horror story with a private song. So for me, it's like when I'm in that moment, I also feel like it's so secluded where um, I'm in my own world in just that period of time. So yeah. I feel like it's really underrated and there's not enough of them in the world. Yeah. And if I could be pro any kind of movement is, you know, the, obviously wow. the triple triple and four ply toilet paper on every public restroom. Like our government money, if we're wasting it down this path, we should be spending all of it on four ply toilet paper and every government and any possible. Where are we this? Yeah, it's like what? Better not be able to poke. Through, <laughs> yeah, okay? one ply is a dangerous game. Okay, I, this is like. <laughs> have you guys done dude wipes? I've never yeah. done dude wipes. Do you I have. have? What yeah, do you like? I have. Do you like them? And my brother has. My cousin. What has is a What is a dude it's wipe? It's a wipe for your ass. 
I mean, it's, I have wipes. It's, it's basically a wet wipe for your ass. Oh, like, is it? It's a baby wipe. wipe? Yeah, I mean, yeah, baby You're wipe. Amazing. Yeah, it's a baby wipe for dudes' asses. Well, this is the this segment, right? We're doing yeah, it's. I mean, it's great. It's it's marketing here. I mean, toilets all the time. I mean, we had someone. We had like when I came home this week, there was someone sitting on top of the toilet, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give that a go." And like, I had some. I'd gotten some from another company. I think it's a five five six body ops. Is like they had like a whole like package deal that you buy it was like shampoo conditioner like a beard oil like a pomade and uh like a body loofah thingy magic and then it had it had man wipes i think is what they called them and i thought at first that they were like body wipes like so like i like like i went to go <laughs> change oh, yeah i went yeah i went to like yeah i like went to go change between like jobs at the time when i got it and i pulled it out i'm like this thing is not a regular wipe. I was like, shit, I'm going to smell terrible when I go to work. I was like, but my ass is going to be clean. <laughs> and so I used that. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. I walked in. I'm like, I feel, yeah, I felt, I'm like, I feel clean. I am moisturized back there. Yeah. I am not going to, there's no chafing between my cheeks today. Maybe I need that. Especially I, I for men. I don't know. I think yeah, they, well, they haven't made heavy duty dude wipes yet. So. <laughs> Max power. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're ahead of the curve. Hey, they haven't you, caught up to the you The whole stream has been worn. You're only supposed oh. to apply one at a time and you flush one at a time. Okay. So do not double apply. Like, especially if you don't have a strong toilet, only use one wipe at a time. Okay. And then do a flush and then you can use another wipe if you need to. But. Yeah, hopefully you're not doing that much damage. But yeah, the wipes will change the world. If you don't have a bidet, the next best thing is, you know, dude wipes. I'm a four. So. I don't have either. <laughs> All right. So which which horror story do you want? Do you want do you want the backup toilet or do you want the individual stall toilet? The backup toilet yeah. sounds pretty fun. Backup That's toilet. Fun. Okay. First first time I went to my buddy's cousin's house. I hung out with him a few times. He's really cool. First time I actually went to his house. Um, backstory actually, I have an issue going some going somewhere that I've never gone before. Mm-hmm. It, it, I hold it. I, I won't go. I'll go to a public restroom before I go somewhere mm-hmm. that yeah. I've never like, especially at a house. So unless there's an emergency, I had an emergency. <laughs> so I went into their downstairs toilet. I do my business. Uh, I flush, and I'm waiting to see if there's a round two. And all of a sudden, I feel cold water on my balls. And I, I look down. The water is flowing over the toilet bowl, which I didn't know was... I didn't know... Was, I thought they designed those to to for flooding, like, to be able to not flood. It was a big shit. It, it kicked it back. So I jump up. There's, there's, there's stuff flowing on the floor. Oh I had to... I had to scoop. They had. They was did. Was that the second level? No, it was the first oh, level. That's thank good, God. That's good, yeah. yeah, it was the downstairs toilet. Yeah, they go down the stairs. Yeah. So <laughs> I clean it up. I they did have a plunger, so I got it out and it it fl- I got I got it flushed, but it was messed up. Downstairs already. They were. They knew that something was happening because I was cussing and swearing and oh fuck it like that color that, commentating. Yeah, it literally. Shit. <laughs> this is what's happening. For real. Yeah. So. We, cl- we get it cleaned up, mopped up, uh, Febrezed, mm-hmm. whole nine yards. Yeah. Next day, his my buddy's cousin texts me 
the toilet kicked it back again while my no. dad while my dad was on the toilet. No, <laughs> yeah. so it all came back. Wait, so, your stuff too? Yeah. So so oh, what we so what I, so what I dude, it's like revenge. It is. Like, yeah. So what I didn't know is that that toilet was busted, and oh, they he just did, let you use it. And yeah, they, he didn't know. He didn't know. Oh, was, okay. So, so you were the first. Uh, I was the I was the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dude, that dad, I, I, that's such a punishment. Yeah. Do you, do you imagine envisioning what he went through? I don't. That I, fear. And like, he's, he's like, he's I don't like, even recognize yeah, that term. Yeah. He's, he's a longshoreman too. Like he's, he's a, he's a badass. <laughs> like he's, he sees shit and he like, he, he like was pissed. Like, oh, it, damn. it kicked it back. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. He's just like fat bastard from Austin Powers. Like, I don't remember eating any. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, the vengeance yeah. of that poop. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a long living poop. Like that poop was like, I'm not gonna take this. Yeah. Like I'm it gonna was, fight back. It was out. hanging it was hanging yeah. out in the in the U bend or <laughs> yeah. something. That was a tough number two. So, yeah. Damn. So that that's horror story number one. That's a bad experience. That so that make that makes this next one not seem not not as bad, but it, it goes on to the individual stall. Mm-hmm. So at my my last job I worked at a dental laboratory and we had individual stalls. We had a, a regular stall and we had a handicap stall. Mm-hmm. Someone was locked the handicap stall or locked the regular stall you know they're doing their business i went into the handicap i took i take a nice long relaxed uh bowel movement to be be gentle about it you know and then i uh was like all right i'm, I'm done I, and i like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes later i go to to go out and i i go <clears throat> and i was like what and the one guy that works worked there that's in a wheelchair had been waiting for me <laughs> so i and i and i hit him with the door the guilt yeah oh my god yeah. and then you hit him with the door he just, <laughs> yeah. he just like stares yeah. at you the rest yeah, of the yeah he just like work. he looked at me like and i was like i'm sorry and i just ran out of the fucking bathroom <laughs> oh so my gosh. yeah so that's one of the like that's quick guilt you know yeah so it's i like have one in a million yeah, yeah. i've got bathroom um anxiety so <laughs> so i'm gonna pass it back to beep see what he's got for us I think I think that kind of wraps us up for today. I don't know if anyone has kind of a loss. This is again our first. This is our first uh, yeah. first go around. Um, a lot of learn. Uh, a lot of uh, improper aliases that I kept saying. Seems like I was the only <laughs> one that was messing that up. But uh, we just want to, you know, we just want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, thank from, you. From the yeah, from the group here, it's a this is gonna be a fun ride. Um, what what's cool about it is uh, we're not just you know a Friday thing. We're we've got some good gamers here, really, with uh, Night Nightmare Fuel and Goichi. Um, really good gamers. They play Rust, um, COD, or Warfare, or whatever, whatever that's yeah, called. Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Um, we've got a Coach, who's a great. He's great. Um, uh, uh, certified um, in kinesiology from a master's degree level. Uh, he's you know he's at a college level teaching kids, and you guys can have the ability to kind of watch him. Um, you'll I once we can find the reception, but on my drive homes we talk about hiking and and hiking therapy and like what that means to me and uh my fishing therapy and we got we got a fisherman Ooh, here fishers, yeah, yeah we got some fishing we'll have some fishing segments so we do have a tennis one i want to see if we can get tennis going but we're we're definitely a group about like i said we're a group of a self-improvement mm-hmm. um we all have junto means everything individually we all have our own individual meaning in junto but um you know we, we and, and you t- you can too uh we hope that when every session you're here you feel like you're part of this group like every moment you feel like it's that intimate feeling. So uh, we really thank you for joining us tonight. You can catch us live on Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch at Long Live Junto. And just in case you missed the live stream on Twitch, you can check out the full video podcast on YouTube.
If you liked our segments today and you want to add to that segment, you can comment and like on our YouTube and Reddit page. Thanks from all of us at Long Live Junto, and good night.